Hello, I'm Coach Pav and welcome to Pavcast. Today's episode is going to be on how you can successfully self-coach. Everyone comes into cycling with a limited knowledge of what to do. Some cyclists download free generic training plans online, maybe they will take on a plan on Zwift, or maybe they follow the advice of a riding buddy, usually named Dave, who knows everything but really knows nothing. So covered in this blog, personalization of training, sourcing reliable information, prioritizing training, becoming a complete cyclist, and when to seek help. Personalization of training. Most clients that I work with have exhausted the self-coach stage. They've tried something generic and it may have gotten them some nice improvements early on, but they eventually plateaued or the plan became too hard to follow. And by too hard, I mean from a capability, not ability perspective. When your training isn't totally bespoke to you, you will find it hard to follow successfully enough to see long-term significant improvements. In the early stages of your entry into structured training, this is training with a purpose and direction, such as a training plan gives you, you should see some improvements without having to follow the plan entirely. However, As you progress, it becomes more and more important to maximize your training time, which is where generic plans tend to fail. They just aren't flexible enough to get you the right training stress around the right personalization. If you're committed to self-coaching, ensure that you have a good idea of your goals. This will help you identify exactly what you should be doing in training. Then plan your annual training so you know what you'll be doing as you head towards achieving your goals. Having a coach look over your plan is a great way to ensure you've planned the right amount and type of training without the long-term commitment of working with a coach. Sourcing reliable information. We've all got that riding buddy who has an answer for every question, sadly, who strongly believes they're right and can be quite convincing of this. I have had a tester, a cyclist specialising in time trials, tell me that they set their best ever 25 mile time trial time after going out the night before and getting drunk. Would you follow this advice? While extreme, this illustrates my point. Find a reliable source of unbiased and non-anecdotal information. I'd like to believe that there are very few people that actually want to offer you bad advice. But because they are giving you anecdotal advice, advice based on their own experiences, or even worse, third-party anecdotal advice, a story that they've been told, an urban legend you might call it, it has a strong chance of being just that, bad advice. Coaches are a great place to find advice, as their income and reputation requires them to be both as knowledgeable as possible and ensure that the advice that they give will work for the individual. Most coaches source new clients via referrals from happy old clients. The last thing any coach wants is to give bad advice. Of course, coaches can't work for free. There might be enough valuable information on their blog, their YouTube channel, or in books they've written, but you still need more and might not want to pay for it. In this instance, you might consider approaching universities with sports science programs. They might be looking for candidates to be coached. Prioritizing training. Once you've got a good idea of what training you need to be doing between now and your event, you can start to build this into smaller chunks. Blocks are three to four weeks, then each week itself. If you want to stick with training for the long term, you will want to be focused on ensuring you get the right work, life, and training balance. Training must be synergistic with the rest of your life, or it risks becoming something of a chore or burden. You might get away with this mentality for a while, but at the first opportunity, most people use it as an excuse to quit. If you only have a limited amount of time to train, focus on the sessions that are most important. I couldn't possibly tell you what that is for you without knowing you more. You should be able to figure it out by working through the guidance on my Setting Your Annual Training Plan podcast. Remember that personalization is key. Ensure the training is working for you and that you're not working for the training. Factor in enough recovery around your job, family and training too. 
Don't be afraid to take it easy and make your easy sessions so easy that you can make your hard sessions really hard. Becoming a complete cyclist. This is a term that I use for someone who has factored in every possible demand of cycling and become a complete cyclist. That's not to say that they have nailed every single one, but they have seen the bigger, more holistic picture of their training. Here's the areas that I work on with my clients to ensure they become complete cyclists. Nutrition, including day-to-day -day and event nutritional plans. Hydration, recovery, mentality, data analysis, technique, tactics, including your pre-race routine. When to seek help. I like to compare humans to various different objects. If you've read my blogs on nutrition, you will know that I regularly compare us to a car. For the purpose of determining if you should work with a coach, consider what you would do in the following circumstances. Changing a light bulb in your home is a fairly easy and achievable task that almost anyone can do, and you don't need qualified expert help. However, rewiring your home might take a little more help. My point is that if your goals and aspirations will require you to test the limits of not just your body, but your understanding of cycling training, then you might want to work with a coach. Working with a coach, regardless of whether they consult with you daily, weekly or monthly, is the best method to see improvements. If you have concerns about the cost, consider how much you might spend on a new bike, wheels or other accessories. Coaching is far less than these and will certainly bring you greater improvements that will outlast the lifespan of those parts. Those improvements, and the knowledge that you will learn about how you should train, will last a lot longer than the bike and help you in general life too. Of course, if you'd like to have a chat with me about your training needs, 15-minute consultations are always free. This concludes my podcast on how you can successfully self-coach. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please remember to subscribe, either on my website or on whatever platform you're listening to my podcast on. Again, thank you for tuning in. My name is Coach Pav, and you've been listening to Pavcast. Have an awesome day. Thank you.